0: March 5th, this podcast includes a discussion about the waste deep hail, a couple storm systems moving across the country this week, and a discussion about the forecast bust this past Friday here in Chicago. It also summarizes some of the discussion that was speaking about in the previous podcast. You're listening to Weather with Enthusiasm. The Washington Post reports something totally phenomenal. In Sherman, Texas, hail, which was waist deep, was reported. This is from the, coming from the Washington Post mainstream media. Unbelievable stuff. This is in response to the extremely deep low pressure system, the storm system that moved across the Midwest this past Friday. This storm system produced record-breaking low pressure in Paducah, uh, Kentucky. I believe that's the name of the city with 28.85 977 mb. The storm system produced 3 to 8 inches of snow says the Northern Indiana National Weather Service with an isolated spot of 10 inches in southern Michigan. This was a heavy wet snow. The snow to water ratio was lower than usual. That's why the snow amounts were also lower than usual, especially considering how strong the storm is and the amount of moisture that was in this storm. The peak amounts were 2.74 inches in Aura, Illinois, Indiana. A lot of this was said on the previous podcast, but the previous podcast was over 20 minutes long, so I'm trying to summarize it, and there's a couple points that were not said, especially the waist deep hail, uh, where there's pictures of it. If you go to the Washington Post, unbelievable stuff. Lots of tornadoes broke down in the south. There was a severe weather outbreak, very significant. Power outages were reported in northern Indiana. One of the most unbelievable things which many people may not know about. If you're not a Chicagoan you might not pick up on this even, I I don't know if Okay, Chicago totally missed the storm. There was no snow at all here in the Chicago area. What makes this totally remarkable is that this was a storm system that was forecasted at one point, Chicago, at many points, Chicago was forecasted to be in the bullseye. But the way Chicago would fall out in the bullseye was different. In the beginning, Chicago barely made it into the bullseye. The main snow was going to be north of us. Milwaukee was included in getting a very significant snow. This is just 24 hours in in advance and then the forecast snow totals moved really to just to the south of chicago it also included chicago this is the bullseye again this is still less than 24 hours in advance then the main snow is forecasted to go south of chicago putting chicago into a three to six inch range which pretty much fits climate chicago frequently gets into the three to six inch range more so than any other that's what happens many years, not always. Then the snow was forecasted to go even further south, one to three inches for Chicago, and then a dusting to an inch. At no point was the forecast accurate. So it's just totally amazing. Storms in general this past winter have been moving further east. This is at least the third storm, which took a storm track that was further south and east than what was originally forecasted. There is a theory behind in this, uh, I'm not ready to say what the theory is, it is going to sound a little bit wild if there's no introduction, to you have no information about how this would work, why the storm tracks would be different this year, why the computer models would be different, why is guidance less accurate this year in regards to storm track. So I'm not going to share that information yet, uh, but it is something to keep in mind, Uh, that as we go through future storms, that here in the Midwest, the storms have been going a little bit further east. Even so, the previous storm still ended up happen- They, It still happened. There was, in North Dakota, there was a heavy snowfall. The heaviest snow ended up going further east, but the snow still happened in the places which they were forecasting snow. Back in the end of December, December 25th, all that talk about a blizzard and everything like that. The storm ended up moving, taking a track further east and south. It even could be the storm did not materialize 100%. Even so, there still was snow, at least in Cincinnati there was. Chicago also got some snow. There still was something that happened. What makes this remarkable is that there's nothing that happened at all in the Chicago area. Some people reported a drizzle, but that was it. So the question becomes is... What do you do with that? What do we do? It's a very humbling experience in dealing in an age with so much technology for such a thing to happen. This is, it's as if we're going back to the ages before technology. This is really very, very intense. What happened on Friday, I've heard uh, a lot of frustration expressed in regards to Friday's situation here in Chicago. uh, You realize at 1.6 to 12 inches was being forecasted by many, many forecasters, and everyone was pretty much on the same boat. Here's another thing. The other thing is that It's happened before where forecasts have been a bust. However, the only forecast that was a bust was the forecast that was presented to the public in the past. In the past, if you would go into the National Weather Service forecast discussion, you would read what's actually going on behind the scenes. There have been times where forecasters really did not know what was going to happen. There were so many possibilities. They did not know what was going to happen, but they had to go ahead and make a forecast. That was not the case this past Friday. And if it was, it was never expected to anyone. At least not, I mean, they. so this past Friday, there was high confidence in a high impact snow here in the Chicago area. Not only was there a minimal of three inches, but forecasted, but the amount, the way it was going to come down would be at least about a six inch impact about the rapid accumulation, stuff like that. Thunder snow was also in the forecast. As we pointed out earlier, uh, a few days ago in a podcast, Um, it was one of the higher confidence in regards to thunder snow. I assume it probably happened somewhere, but again, Chicago did miss it and it's quite amazing. I will point one thing out that if you look at the European computer model from a week before the storm or about six, five, six days before the storm on Sunday, there is a podcast where at the end I went through the European computer model, and I don't remember whether it's on Anchor or Spreaker or exactly where it is. It's at the very end of one of these podcasts where I actually kind of did a play-by-play of the European computer model, and that one actually got the storm track correct. That was going all the way back on Sunday. The European computer model was not as accurate as we came closer to the storm. This is something that... uh, is a very remarkable thing these are two remarkable things very remarkable in this day and age to have a storm that is not uh that is not forecasted correctly even basically while it's happening plus we have waist high hail it's really almost impossible to believe it's like you're reading a tabloid but it is in the Washington Post. It's something that perhaps should be looked up with the National Weather Service in Sherman, Texas. The story for this week, we have two major winter storms. Again, major winter storms mean six inches or more. One of them is happening while we speak right now five to ten inches in north in the Dakotas. It's moving into Oshkosh, Wisconsin. The Wisconsin area might only a lot of that area might only be getting three to six inches. It's a heavy wet snow. We pointed out earlier that Oshkosh, Wisconsin, the National Weather Service is calling for two to six inches by tomorrow morning. It's a heavy wet snow. That storm is happening in two phases for the Wisconsin area. One phase comes tonight that's a snow, the higher impact of snow the higher impact event, the highest impact of this event will be the snowfall. There could be some freezing drizzle mixed in with rain and snow. Light precipitation for tomorrow. The precipitation might even stop for tomorrow for a period of time. Then the second part of the storm comes in tomorrow evening where a half an inch to three inches of snow is forecasted but the main forcing along with the frontogenesis, a very common word in these north uh, forecast discussions from the national weather service that's going on tonight for that area we have chicago which is on the southern part of the storm system and chicago is uh, has a decent chance of seeing thunderstorms between now and 3 a.m this evening the european computer model even shows some snowflakes coming down at one but the national weather service didn't mention that so We'll just uh, stay away from that for right now. And we have gusty winds coming in as usual for here in the Chicago area as colder air comes in. Very warm, unseasonably warm conditions just to our south as temperatures soar into the mid-70s. You know, St. Louis has this tendency to sometimes somehow end up, temperatures end up getting several degrees warmer than the surrounding areas. That could be due to winds that come in off the Ozark Plateau which produces compressional warming. It would not be surprising to pull off an 80-degree day in the St. Louis area tomorrow, but in general, widespread 70s is in the forecast. Dew points in the widespread 50s with 60s to the south. Uh, that's for the St. Louis area. A front sets up. This is all connected. A front sets up over in the Gulf states for this week as you know, that, the front moves south of St. Louis. And p- continuous precipitation, especially Wednesday through Friday. Lots of thunderstorms down there. There hasn't been that much talk of a severe weather outbreak yet, but I'm sure it's coming. And we have the second storm, which is a high impact storm, is gonna be coming in. Right now, it's on the Pacific Northwest coast. That storm system moves into the Midwest. Bringing precipitation, snow, into the Wisconsin area by Thursday night. The precipitation might end by Friday night. Meteorologists of the National Weather Service in Oshkosh think there's a chance the light precipitation might continue through Saturday night and even parts of Sunday. Quite a long event, but the The heavier precipitation would be Thursday night and Friday. Some of that precipitation will be moving into the Chicago area as well. As of right now, the storm track is expected to go right through the Chicago area or just to the northwest. That would bring a warm front just to the south of the Chicago area Thursday night. We would be on the warm side of the system, but there always could be at the very end some wintry precipitation that gets mixed in. This storm system moves to the southern parts of New England. But we also have that classic scenario where the low pressure, it develops off of the Carolinas. A secondary area of low pressure develops off the Carolinas and the low pressure here in the Midwest transfers its energy to the low pressure off of the Carolinas. And then that system moves either up the coast or a little bit out to sea. Now... The difference over here is when you have a situation like that, which is pretty common, the cold air and the snow is able to dig further south. We have something that's been taking place over the past week that we have not had all winter, and it's intensifying, and that's the Greenland high pressure, and that's a blocking high and... It's going to be responsible for bringing the cold air into the East Coast. And that's, it's coming down from Canada. And that's something that we had at the end of last week, responsible for some of the snow. At the end of the day, the new, officially New York only got 1.8 inches. Uh, so we still have a snow drought going on over there. And this weekend, there'll be a little bit of some more cold air. And a significant snow for the Boston area. These storms here in the Midwest, we've said many times they produce 6 to 12 inches. That's the classic amount in the bullseye. When they turn into these nor'easters, they tend to produce double that, 12 to 24 inches. This time of the year, snowfall tends to be wet. And when you have a wet snow... So that can cut those snowfall totals in half. Here in the Chicago area, on average, it's been written before in the Chicago Tribune, the average snow-to-water ratio is 12 to 1. We've read before from the National Weather Service in Minneapolis, it's 13 to 1. And it's common in a wet snow to have that at 6 to 1. So it really is, it cuts it into half. And by lake effect snow, it's between 30 to 40 to 1. So... You know these Buffalo events, which have we got 82 inches from that. Even that, you're still getting two inches of rainfall of water equivalent, which was absolutely phenomenal. Uh, so we have a lot going on this week, and some more excitement for the East Coast for those people that are snow enthusiasts, weather enthusiasts. If you want to hear more details, and you want to hear. Information that comes more direct from the National Weather Service. You could listen to the previous podcast, and it really covers Chicago. In good. Uh, the synoptic weather setup for Chicago is covered in good detail in regards to the main storm systems that are forecasted to happen this week. Boston as well, Baltimore, and New York City. Oshkosh, Wisconsin as well. We also cover St. Louis in pretty decent detail. Two to three inches of rain for some of the places on the Gulf Coast. And we have snowfall. Uh, The European computer model brings snowfall into the Chicago area. The National Weather Service also has said there's a limited risk for snowfall Thursday night and Friday. That's the system that will be bringing more significant snow into the Wisconsin area. What has to be pointed out is There's nothing that's 100% anymore. Every 100% means 80%. Nothing's ever higher than 80%. I wish everyone a great night and have a wonderful week. You have been listening to the podcast Weather with Enthusiasm. You will now hear a one-minute trailer. Several additional feet... Of snow is expected by Monday morning. (gasps) Yes! We have a powerhouse typhoon which has developed off in the Pacific Ocean. A big shocker to many of you. This is especially true in regards to what's going to be going on in Alaska. We have parts of the world that are so hot right now. Temperatures are expected to go into the low 130s. We have a special guest on our show. Uh, what is your name? It's A heat wave that's going to be headed to the a lot area. We're going to have to wait before we get into the next excitement. We're going from one extreme to the next extreme. parametric pressure. Feet of snow are falling in Japan. Oh my gosh. That's a time of celebration. Just Google weather with enthusiasm and they're all going to come up.